This is the Book Legion Podcast, where we review thought-provoking books to give our Legionnaires the knowledge they need to dominate the next level of their life. Hey, Legionnaires. Welcome back to another episode of the Book Legion. Uh, This is Kevin Diaz. Uh, First of all, I want to personally thank you uh, for taking the time to hop on and give this episode a listen today. I think you'll find this book uh, to be one where you walk away and say, man, I've got to get this one, Uh, which, you know, that's my hope for all the books that we cover, but uh, more so this one. I'm a big fan of this author and, and what he's trying to do. Um, through his writing, through a series of, of books that he's writing that we're going to be covering. Uh, his name is Ryan Holiday, and uh, he's quickly becoming one of my favorite uh, writers. And I don't say that just because he lives in Texas, though I'm a bit biased for anyone living here, just considering it is uh, the greatest state in the union. Um, but Ryan dropped out of college uh, to uh, become an apprentice under a gentleman by the name of Robert Green. If you don't know who Robert Greene is, he's the author of The 48 Laws of Power. Um, after uh, being an apprentice with him, he founded a creative agency called Brass Check uh, that's advised such clients as Google, such as Taser, uh, such as Complex. And he's worked alongside other notable authors such as Neil Strauss, uh, Tony Robbins, and even Tim Ferriss. Uh, and you know, this is not the only books that he's written uh, in the series that we're going to be covering. He's written other books such as The Daily Stoic, uh, The Obstacle is the Way, and ego is the enemy. And the book that we're going to be covering today is actually a small part of a series that Ryan is working on covering the four virtues of Stoicism. And those four virtues are courage, uh, wisdom, justice, and temperance. And he's written one on temperance already uh, called Discipline is Destiny. That's absolutely fantastic. I highly recommend it to anyone. I read it over Thanksgiving and like Uh, a week. I just uh, crushed it. Um, And he's also written Courage is Calling, which is the book that we're going to be diving into today. So he's written two. There's still two more to go. Uh, Super excited about, you know, those books when those come out. But the book Courage is Calling covers the various emotions and decisions that we make or not make uh, that affect courage, whether they're good or a bad uh, result, right? So there's things like fear, things like cowardice, uh, courage and heroic behavior are all discussed through historical figures, through historical moments. Uh, where you you see the actions and the benefits of those, uh, whether actually the actions or inactions, right? Because it, just because you take an action doesn't mean it's going to be a benefit. But you see the end result of not being brave in that moment, not showing the courage uh, to stand out from the crowd. And when we have a better understanding of how we can control these factors in our lives, that's when we start to stand out uh, from the crowd and and truly start to make a difference in this world. Because uh, as Ryan Holiday uh, quotes in this book, if not you, then who? And as usual, I'll be covering three takeaways um, from the book that really resonated with me. Um, First, we, we have to start with the emotion of fear and What I love about fear is the acronym uh, that's associated with it. It's that fear is nothing but false expectations appearing real. And there's a chapter in the book called There Are Always More Before They Are Counted. And it talks about a story about Ulysses S. Grant about riding in the wilderness in Texas. This is before the Civil War. This is as he's a younger, up-and-coming soldier in the military and he's riding his horse with a with a uh, much more experienced 
uh, gentleman, and they have to make their way to a certain uh, place in Texas uh, before the sun comes up because they were going to get essentially uh, marked as AWOL. Um, so they're riding through the wilderness, and as they're riding along, they start hearing these wolves howl just over and over and over again. And Grant is overcome with fear uh, to the point that he's willing to turn around just to feel, uh, to get back to camp and have that, you know, sense of, of safety. And the funny thing about it is that the older gentleman with him kind of asks him, Hey, how many wolves do you think that there are? And uh, Ulysses and the, <laughs> in the moment thinking that he wants to, you know, sound confident, he says that there's, oh, there's, there's, there's 20 of them thinking that that's like a pretty low number. So eventually they stumble upon these wolves on their, on their ride. And there's only two of them, the obstacles, the critics, the worries, they are never as many as you fear them to be. It's a, an illusion uh, that fear tells your mind. And the funny part about that story is that as they approach these two wolves, what did they do? What did the wolves do? Well, they ran away. How fitting is that, right? The fear that ended up messing up his mind as, as he was walking through the wilderness ended up being more afraid than him. When you go eye to eye with that fear, you realize that the other side is also afraid. Everyone's afraid. It's what you do in the moment that separates you uh, from the from the rest of the pack, right? Uh, that was a big takeaway. I really enjoyed that story. And he actually cited that story later on in his military career in the Civil War, where he was about uh, to engage in a big battle. Um, and he was very anxious to the point of where he considered uh, retreating. And what he found was that, that he obviously ended up going through the attack. And what happened was when he stumbled upon this town, he found it empty. And he realized that the other general from the Confederacy had retreated. And it just goes to show that everyone is afraid. It's what you do in that moment. He chose to attack. He chose to be brave. The other gentleman chose to retreat. Uh, second takeaway um, was with in the uh, second portion of the book. So I probably should have said this earlier, but the book's broken up into three pieces. The first part covers fear. Second part covers courage. And the third part covers heroic, heroic behavior. So the second Take away under the uh, chapters under the the uh, area of courage is a chapter called preparation makes you brave. And Ryan talks about that. Although fear can be explained away in your mind, like you can uh, make sense of it. Ryan writes that it's just so much more effective to replace it. Okay. And replacing fear with complete, with, uh, with competence is what you need to do with, with training with tasks that will help you be more prepared when the call arises because the call will arise it, it comes to for all of us we don't know when we don't know how uh, but it, the call does come and there's multiple calls that can come right just because you miss one you know don't be too hard on yourself because uh, we all have that that uh hindsight's 2020 but the more that you're able to train the more that you're able to get better at your craft the more prepared you're going to be when adversity shows up right training is not just for athletes it's not just for for soldiers it's it's truly the key for any person to overcome their fear in any situation what we don't expect what we have not practiced is an advantage over us in that moment and i know you know working in sales on my end there's a constant change ranging from internal products that we offer to competitor products right that are that they're doing the same thing industry legislation that could happen at any time and in order for me to operate at my best 
I have to continuously put myself to practice scripts, role play presentations, read the latest healthcare blog, right? Just constantly be educating yourself and and sharpening your edges, right? Only by doing that can I tackle adversity when it knocks on the door of my life. And, you know, if, if it's something that's familiar, we can manage it. Uh, but dangerous things, the, the things that happen in real life, those can only be mitigated by experience and proper training. So get out there, get comfortable being uncomfortable so you're able to perform uh, what everyone else is is really kind of frozen uh, due to their lack of confidence in their ability. Um, and the third takeaway I took from the heroic section was a, a chapter titled The Selflessness of Love. Um, pretty crazy story that I'll get into, but you know, the courage, if courage is the act of putting yourself on the line, yourself as the individual, then the definition of heroic is simple enough. And Ryan talks about that. It's risking yourself for someone else. There's nothing more heroic than that. This is the type of bravery that is held above all others, just simply because it's the most rare of them all. And I share with you the story of, of uh, Captain James Stockdale, who was a prisoner of war in Hanoi in the Vietnam War. And he cared for the men under his watch so much that he was willing to trade his own life over the possibility of having continuous torture at the camp be halted for, you know, on his other men. He didn't even care about himself. You see, the, the captors would want James to be presentable for cameras. They wanted him to be clean shaved um, and to say that all is well on the camera, just look good, make it seem that, you know, being a prisoner of war of, of uh, in Vietnam was not so bad. So what James would do is he purposely would cut himself. He grabbed a razor that they'd given him to shave himself and he put a three inch gash in his forehead. He'd beat his face with a wooden stool on purpose in defiance and so badly that he could barely see due to the swelling, but the torture would not end in the camp. They kept torturing his, his, uh, his fellow prisoners. So they ended up tying him to a chair so that he would stop hurting himself. Well, James was so loved his men so much that he managed to break a window. The only, uh, I guess the, in the book, it says it's the only window in the, in the camp. Um, he broke the window and grabbed the shards of glass and slit his wrists. And after he was revived due to blood loss, right, the prison stopped the torture um, that it was so infamously known for. And this is a man that had a wife at home. He had seven children, uh, which is crazy, <laughs> but he had seven children uh, back home and he was willing to essentially kill himself over the possibility of the rest of his men not having to go through the horrors of torture. And interrogation um that's the act of a hero and it was just a story that I, that i uh took away with me it was very very powerful uh so from you know beginning to end every chapter in this book there's short little chapters you can honestly read a couple of them a day and take some lessons with you uh to apply uh but every chapter uh is filled with takeaways that really remind you just how truly in control of your destiny you are it, it ultimately is up to you whether you want to take action or not take action. Ultimately, there is a consequence. Um, but Ryan talks about if, you know, if, if you don't take any action, then you're just promising yourself failure. So but if not you, right, then who? Who's going to do it? 
um, it's a great read. I, I really recommend Courage is Calling for anybody uh, out there that's looking for a shifted mindset, as well as the other book uh, that accompanies it, The Discipline is Destiny. They're both fantastic, easy reads. Um, and I'll link the description. Um, and a link, uh, sorry, I'll link in the description, a link for the book on Amazon for you to order. Uh, thank you so much for taking time out of the day to listen to this episode of the book Legion uh, covering courage is calling by Ryan holiday. And don't forget to like, and subscribe, share with your friends. And until next time, guys, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.